0: Saturday.
1: <laughs> you were trying to catch me singing, weren't you?
0: <laughs> it wasn't quick enough.
1: No, good thing that. Apparently
0: apparently, I've been let down by the internet, Nicole.
1: Not again. Have we not got your internet issues sorted? What's happening? I know that you have a modem.
0: I got very excited. You and I were on a Zoom meeting the other day and <laughs> uh, my my new modem turned up. Mm, it did? Um, which was hot on the heels of the email from the internet provider saying congratulations you're all connected uh you know this is this is all ready to roll here's all your codes and i i think i actually cut short the meeting so i could go plug in my modem and connect (laughs) to the nbn it's like i gotta go i gotta go set up my nbn modem and uh guess what it doesn't work
1: do we know why is it the modem or is it the internet
0: well I was pleased to hear from the the very helpful gentleman on the other end of the phone that it wasn't me, Coxie.
1: Great, I'm pleased he said. To do that. <laughs> he literally he said, "Your problem, though."
0: Uh, he did some techie stuff and he said, "Yeah, look, it's failing the loopback test, which pretty much means that there's nothing you could have done, Mr. Bidwell, that would have made it work." Right. Which is awesome because this has been my same experience every time I have moved and tried to move my business address or my you know my, my NBN address from one to another there's a hundred percent strike rate for Telstra or the NBN co or somebody completely ballsing it up
1: Holy moly, I've had, uh, well, you know the debacle when we were in Brisbane and how terrible it was. They used to pay out on me all the time about how <laughs> crap my internet was. Da, da, da. Um, but moving back here to Ipswich, to the Switch, we had no problems switching to the Switch. Oh. Plug it in and go. And we went one step further and hardwired it all through the house and suddenly I've got fantastic internet, except when you and I were recording on Friday. <laughs> And it went, and it died. (laughs) It completely fell
0: out of space and uh, stopped working. So, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha, you've been infected with the WAS virus. I've got it now, which is different
1: to the coronavirus.
0: Maybe it's all those times that I've sworn on the podcast they're trying to stop me from broadcasting.
1: I don't know what they're doing, but, you know, how many times, and probably we've spoken about this more than enough, But it is frustrating me how many businesses and business owners are using the coronavirus and this weird, wonderful new world we're living in as an excuse for shit business.
0: Oh, Coxie, are you going to get me wound up?
1: Probably, because you're fun to poke and then you go, and people take a great lesson out of it.
0: But it's Saturday and I want to be happy today, Coxie.
1: You can be happy after you have a little rant.
0: I'm I'm going into the city to buy some gloves so that my fingers don't fall off when wifey and I go for a little hike. On Monday,
1: Where are you going for a hike?
0: We're going to go to a place that I probably shouldn't say so that nobody finds me and heckles me <laughs> and harasses me. You know, being famous and all that stuff. <laughs> We're going to go hike up a place called Kwambi Bluff.
1: Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there, will there be wombats and echidnas?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'll probably look like a wombat.
1: Well, you're getting a bit furry.
0: I'll have... <laughs> I was thinking more because I'll be wearing a beanie and gloves and everything, and I'll be all like puffed up, built like a wombat. I'm kind of built like a wombat, sort of <laughs> close to the not ground, built and like a wombat, a little bit thick. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I am really really tired of that recorded message mm. when you ring a business. And it's just, it's like, come on, enough already. You do, you, do we need to listen to the same recorded message about how COVID-19 is meaning that we're going to give you even shitter service than we were giving you before, which was equally as shit? And now it's not it a great
1: shit. opportunity for them to have really stepped up to the plate? Now, we all know that in this case, we're talking about Telstra, but we're talking about business in general and bigger business <laughs> particularly. But isn't it a fantastic opportunity for them to have stepped up like that now more than ever is a critical time for us all to have good internet connection, which they claim they will deliver to our households. And yet suddenly because we are working from home and not from school or not from the office, it couldn't cope. I still can't understand the whole science behind that. That doesn't make no sense to me. Surely there can't be more users. There might be more users in a household perhaps, but isn't that a great time to upsell to the next, um, level of internet so that you can all stream at the one time? Aren't there solutions here?
0: Well, I think the problem really is that companies like Telstra didn't have uh, redundancy in place. They didn't have disaster management plans Mm. in place. You know, the call centres were all locked off and all of a sudden because everything's offshore and we can't access them and they don't have a backup local team... They're down to saying, sorry, we can't help you. We're not answering your call right now. And there's literally businesses that just don't answer the phone. They, they, they just have a message saying, you'll have to go online and do it. All the answers are online and they're not. Yes.
1: No, they're not. Sometimes mm. you need a person.
0: The answers are not online, you bunch of pillocks. So, uh, thanks for winding me up, Coxie.
1: It's all right.
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Anywho... Um, I don't even know if we should talk about anything today. I'm just too angry now.
1: No, I think we should talk about how tradies in particular have just been given another opportunity and let's, let's
0: reiterate that.
1: Yes. Another opportunity to be doing fantastic things in their business, to be looking on the positive side of what's been going on and how the whole of Australia is about to ride out on your back which means more work for tradies and how that's a fantastic opportunity for you to step up to the plate, make the change that's required in your business so that you can service what's around and get moving forward rather than not answering the phone, yeah. putting a stupid message on your phone, tell <laughs> us all that there's coronavirus and you're going to have to wait for six hours instead of three, whatever it might be. It's time to step up to the plate and do the things. Don't make excuses.
0: I want to piggyback on your little message because I don't need to say any more about that because you just said it. And it's it's the disingenuous nature of those messages. There's a particular bank of which I am a customer <laughs> that I detest with ridiculously self-damaging levels of hatred and uh, resentment.
1: It's a lot because... of detesting.
0: <laughs> because... It makes no sense for me to change banks because they all suck. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: But my particular bank has this most (laughs) infuriating message on the screen every time I open my banking app, which is regularly. Mm. Uh, And it's like this, it is so fake and it is so untrue that we're here for you during (laughs) COVID-19. It's like you're a bank. You're only here for one thing and that's profit. And I get that. Probably 80% of Australians are invested in any one of the big four banks through their super funds. And if you didn't realize that, listeners, I'm sorry to just give you depression on a Saturday, but Mm -hmm. you're actually a shareholder in the banks, the same banks that are screwing all of us for profit. Mm. So we're actually getting some of that money back via our, our super funds and our managed fund investments that we may or may not have. But it's just like they would be better off taking that message down because they're not here for all of us. They're not here for Australians. I actually I actually tried to get a loan from them because I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to grab hold of some working capital um, and I wouldn't mind consolidating some old debts uh, just to, you know, be a bit preventative and proactive and, and protect my cash flow and my businesses. And... Um, they knocked me back.
1: Yes, common story, unfortunately, particularly for the self employed.
0: And that's the thing, right? Because I'm self employed, and not only that, their policy is that at the moment they're not lending for refinancing. What? internally or externally. So, they don't because care if Because finance has
1: never been cheaper, we can't actually benefit from that as a consumer.
0: No, you get don't. out of town. What? Oh, how ridiculous. Let me pay less interest. What? No,
1: we can't have that.
0: <laughs> so, look, my own um, my own anger aside at uh, at being denied the opportunity to do something sensible to be to mm. be honest, right? I wanted to refinance a couple of old debts um some finance you know do what we tell our listeners coxie and mm-hmm. actually review everything because i hadn't looked at it for a while i thought ah this product is probably this is time for a refresh on this particular mm-hmm. product that i use um i'm looking at the cost of it yeah, i'm okay with it i can afford it but i don't like how high it is so i i know i'll tap into the fact that they're helping out every australian during covid-19 <laughs> 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 apparently and oh my gosh, you should see the email that my wife sent them.
1: <laughs> she did tell me about that actually. I did have a video.
0: I did say to her, Honey, uh, I just let you know now, like I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm pretty sure you're not gonna like the reply if you even get one.
1: <laughs> if you get one. And the did reply
0: she get one? Oh she got a reply, all right. Oh she was angrier after. I the bet. Reply. <laughs> Hell hath no fury. Uh yes. That took her a little while to um to let go off. I must say. I understand. I understand. <laughs> um must be the German heritage. But uh yes, they they weren't exactly all ears when it came to the feedback that uh that wifey gave them. I think the thing that pissed her off the most was the fact that they said, you know, we appreciate you submitting um feedback uh, but, given the fact that you 're not the customer in question, um, we basically won 't talk to you <sighs> along with some generic information about the fact that you know it was just all justification and look of course the the message I want to get out to you listeners with this little scenario is be very, very careful about how genuine or not some of your messaging can be not just around covid but anything you know a, vo- a simple voicemail it says we value your call please leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can and then two days later you call that person back mm. you've forgotten that you said that on your voicemail because mm. you recorded it two valid. years ago mm-hmm. the person had just heard it and you wonder why you missed the sale and you blame cowboys riding into town and undercutting you, you blame price, you blame COVID, you blame, I don't know, the big corporates stealing your dollars and that's why you didn't win the quote. It could have been something as simple as they just felt like you weren't honest and genuine.
1: Mm.
0: And they won't tell you that because sometimes customers can't even put their finger on that stuff. My wife certainly can because she's very <laughs> familiar with the response she got. But I can tell you the first chance we get to leave this bank and go with another one, we'll take it. Uh, now, that bank won't give a shit because they don't care about their customers. They don't need to because mm. they have a, a monopoly along with the other three banks. You know, those four banks control the market. So, But you as a listener to this, you don't have the luxury of an oligopoly which is you know Well, oh, that's a big word. I don't even know what that word means. It means that you and a few mates get together and stitch up the entire market.
1: Oh, I thought that's what we were doing at Trades and business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're teaching our listeners. To really? It create didn't an work. Oligopoly. Coxie. oligopoly. Um, that's Oligopoly. A big word. What's O-L-I- the root of that word? O L I G O P O L Y. So monopoly, but instead of monopoly, mm-hmm. which is mono meaning one, it's an oligopoly. Um, Ollie, meaning a guy that has lots of wives or something. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Ollie, if you're listening, mate. Hello, Ollie. <laughs> we could have just got Ollie into a whole lot of trouble. We
1: can. I might bring that up for drinks this afternoon. <laughs> on next Friday afternoon.
0: <laughs> we won't say his last name, but he happens no. to live on the Gold Coast. So, um- sorry, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, I'm going to stop talking about all that, Coxie, but just be genuine, listeners. So Mm. it's Saturday. I'm going to go spend some money with some um, local businesses in uh, sunny Tasmania here. I shouldn't give away my city, although I was a bit unnerved to chat to a potential client uh, last week who knew which suburb I lived in in Tasmania. I was like, hang on a minute. How'd that get online? (laughs) I must have been a bit sloppy with my tagging.
1: Didn't you post um, a photo of the temperature Weather. in that suburb? Mm.
0: Yes. Warwick. Yes. Wake up, Australia. It's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> please be genuine, uh, listeners. Please be do. careful. Be careful. Um, you don't want to end up like Telstra or the NAB. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: don't make excuses. Stop making excuses. Oh, Put your hand gosh. up. Ask for help. Do the thing. Have a look at the opportunities that are at your fingertips right now. I don't think there's been a better time for tradies in recent times like there is right now. You're going to carry us out of this shithole that we've been in called the coronavirus Mm -hmm. through stimulating the economy with your building. And you're in a great position to actually make some positive change in your business to cope with these amazing opportunities. So if you need help, you know where to find us. It's called Tradies in Business. You can find us online. You can find us on Facebook. You can come back and listen to the podcast and not do anything. But then in 12 months' time, you'll be scratching your head thinking, now, why didn't I do that thing that I wanted to do? Remember that thing that was going to help me in my business and I was going to make a bunch of money? Yeah, don't do that. Jump online, find us, join the Trade Desk. It's still free. Tradies for Tradies is the code. You'll find it online and we look forward to seeing you soon. Hello.